Hi everyone, I'm Ahana. And I'm Celine. And welcome to another episode at the We, we Are, Are Podcast. Podcast. So, so this... Talk... Wait, what? Continue? <laughs> Sorry. So today we're talking about finance. Um, and mm-hmm. if we're interrupting each other, or if the audio is bad, it's because we're filming online, which Celine explained on Monday's episode. But yeah. Yes. All right. So this is our first finance episode. We've been saying we'll do like finance, health, and social and political issues. And it's been a while and we haven't done a finance like we should do a finance episode so this is all right this is our first one let us know what you think and let's get into it all right so what is money dilemmas today we're gonna be talking about money Mm -hmm. dilemmas by the way like money like they're like scenarios where you feel i feel like it's just a scenario where you don't know what like you feel uncomfortable and you don't know what decision to make like, for example, if you're on a date, like, who pays? That would be, like, a money dilemma. If you're unsure about something that, like, regards money, I feel like it's anything that's, like, an uncomfortable scenario with money, you know, where you don't know what to yeah. do. And I know, like, as a teen or as a young person, it's kind of right. hard figuring that out to start off with. Oh, yeah. since you have, like, either minimum wage or no wage exactly and it's complicated i feel like especially if it's like your first time with your own money or your first time like in that scenario it can be really like weird i know i've been in those scenarios when someone like tried to offer me money and i didn't know whether to take it or if if i should pay someone for something they did you know it's like really complicated so yeah all right so let's get into it what is the first topic we are talking about today Okay, I feel like the first one we should start with is, like, dating and money involving that. Like, going on okay. a date, right? Because yeah. I think that's common, especially with, like, teens, right? Cause yeah, that's the age where most yes. people start dating. So, like, say you're on a date and you finish eating and you're just sitting there waiting to pay the bill. Like, who pays? Because I think it's a stereotype that the guy always has to pay, right? I think that's, like, a stereotype in our society. So, like, what do you think? Like, I don't know, like... Okay, so here's my thing. I think whoever... Okay, (laughs) this is complicated, but I'm going to start off by saying I don't think it's fair for the guy to pay, especially every single time. Right. Um, Because, you know, it's not like the boy is, like, rich and has all the money to spare, Mm -hmm. and he shouldn't have to, like, completely, like, be broke just because he's a male you know and that's wrong in a lot of places especially if you let them pay like if they're like oh I'll pay and you don't say anything to counter I feel like you should definitely um especially if it's like on the second day if it's on the first day and they're like oh I want to pay that's fine I think because I I feel Mm -hmm. like it's sort of like a chivalry thing (laughs) but right but if especially like if you're having a more serious relationship, it's just not fair to let someone pay that much. And if right. you don't feel comfortable paying, then maybe suggest going to a different restaurant or like saying, yeah. oh, I'll, I'll pay this time. You pay next time or just like don't be afraid to voice your concerns because it's money. I mean, it's not something that you can just throw around. So, yeah. So I think it's more of like go with it and see what happens. If you want to pay, that's g- great. But I think you should only 
pay for like the first time if you're gonna do that like it's okay to split it too you know but i feel like by the second date you should be splitting it because you don't want to make one person pay like every time on multiple dates and one person pays for this one and that person pays for that one i feel like just a system where you're paying evenly and it's fair but if someone does want to do something nice like pay the first time that's okay to let them do that i mean maybe you'll be like oh it's okay and if they keep pushing it they'll just be like okay you can pay you know but i would say only for the first time right because like that's excessive and yeah and also i feel like it's important to mention if you feel like you're paying too much like if if they're not saying like you're just you're a nice person you're like oh i'll pay and you pay the first time and the next time they don't offer to pay and you're stuck paying and you feel like this is going to continue let them know that like hey i'm i can't pay every single time i feel like we should both pay right definitely voice your concerns if you feel like it's unfair you're paying more than they are or you just or maybe you can't pay it right be like hey i think we should stop going to these fancy five-star restaurants you know like yeah and also like if they have like another thing is like splitting the bill which is something you can do i think splitting the bill is good if you have like about the even like if you got like equal payments of food but if someone gets like dessert appetizers like a main course and the other person just gets like ice cream then i think it's unfair to split the bill you should pay for what you got i think yeah paying for what you got and actually it's interesting because um i think from a study done by EliteSingles.com, it shows that like 62.63% of men believe that men should pay, but only 46% of women believe men should pay. So it's like more men think, I think it's like because of our society, more men feel like they need to, whereas women are like, I don't really care, you know? Yeah. Like, and so if you're a man out there feeling like, oh, I don't have money, but I also don't want to seem rude, like, just just be polite about it and just be like, hey, do you want to pay? Like, do you want to split it? Like, what do you want to do? And There's lots of ways to, like, say it without being, like, just too upfront, you know? Yeah, and I don't think splitting is rude at all because you're paying the yeah. same amount. So, like, how is that even rude? You know, it's like and you're if paying- they're offended, then that's their problem. Yeah, that is their problem. Like, if, sure, if you're paying, like, $2 and they're paying, like, 5000 sure, that's unfair. But if you're splitting it or you're paying for what you got and they're paying for what they got, that's okay, you know? Yeah. All right. All right. Do you have anything else to talk about with dating? Um, I think it's just mostly just making sure it's fair. Like, it's okay to let someone do something generous for you, but only, I feel like, once, and then it gets to be too much, right? Then it's like, okay, don't spend all your money on me, right? So, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, I think the next topic we should talk about is, like, Let's see. I feel like we should talk about, like, charities and donating money. Because okay. I think that's important. Because, like, how much money should I donate? How much should I keep for myself? And I think one of the main things to think about and keep in mind is, like, it's a generous thing to donate. But make sure you're not depriving yourself so much that you're in a bad financial situation. You're, you have enough money for yourself and the people around you and you can sustain yourself. But, and if you have, if you are in a good financial situation, it's a great thing to donate, I think. Yeah, I I think, yeah, what you said was spot on. Like, Mm -hmm. I, I kind of, when it comes to like these types of donations, like, you can't fully help other people until you're done helping yourself. Right. And that's something that I think people should really take into consideration, like, if you're in a moral dilemma that like oh i'm living 
I should be able to donate. I mean, th- that's good and all, but you really have to make sure that you're stable before you can give to other people. Yeah, and I actually learned something from NorthFinancialAdvisors.com. That was actually really helpful. So there's this rule called the 50-30-20 rule with finance, which means that 50% of home pay should be used for things like food and groceries and shopping and clothes and like everyday needs that you have as like a human, right? And then 30% should go towards entertainment as le- maybe that's TVs or like vacation, right? Um, and then 20% of money should go towards savings for f- for the future and stuff like student loans and if you are doing particularly well in like one of these categories if you have a lot of extra money in like home pay or in lifestyle and entertainment maybe you're not going on that vacation this year then use that money in that category where you towards donation it's about like finding which area of your life you have extra money where you can actually give it to people and be generous while also like not depriving yourself right yeah, I, I think that's a really good point. And that kind of goes along with like budgeting and being aware of where your money's going. Because I see a lot of people who are like, really wealthy, but they mm-hmm. never seem to have extra money because they're constantly spending it on things. And then right. I see people who are more like middle class that are donating to different charities and able to save up for a big house because they're like spending wisely and we'll talk about that more in like other financial episodes. But it's really about mm-hmm. like being aware of what you're spending on. Exactly. I think it's about doing what's best for you, but also like doing like donating if you can. But I understand like if you absolutely cannot, that's okay. There are a lot of other ways to help like volunteering, right? Or just like helping out a neighbor or like helping the person across the street. There's so many other ways that don't even involve money. So yeah, because money isn't everything. I mean, physical and like emotional help is more important. exactly like monetary value exactly so um i think that's it for like that topic um let's see when should we end the first half i'm trying to think here um how about we do one more about Mm -hmm. let's say um lending money to a friend Mm -hmm. right okay that's a good one Okay, okay so Lending money to a friend is, I feel like that one's really complex, you know, because it's like, say a friend asks you, hey, I need this money, can you lend it to me? I think first, and this is pretty obvious, is like, are they trustworthy? How long have you known them? If you've known them for like a day, then why would you lend them money? Because you really don't know them that well, right? Why are they even asking you? I think you should definitely be able to like, interpret their character before you give them money if you meet someone for a day and they Mm -hmm. seem nice don't give them money because you don't know their actual personality I mean they could be putting on a show I've seen so many people especially like older people that have been like manipulated into like being like you know like giving money or like giving money to people just because they're like vulnerable in that age group right on the other hand if it's like a really good friend or family member that you've known for a really long time that's okay if you know they're trustworthy and one thing that I think is the most important is like if you gave that person that money would you still be okay if they never lent it back to you right like yeah that's a really good point like say you're you're giving someone fifty dollars if maybe you think they're trustworthy but just 
just pretend that they're not, right? If they never gave you that money back, would you be okay? Would you be still be in a good financial situation? If it would destroy your financial situation, then don't give them the money, right? Yeah. But if you would be totally fine, even if they never lent it back and they showed their true character, then that's okay. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I think especially, like, in this age group, there's so much peer pressure. I mean, mm-hmm. I've heard of people that are, like, their boyfriends or girlfriends are like, please lend me money to get a car. And even though it's like they have to work extra and they have to like steal money from their parents or they they still do it and then they end up breaking up and it's like, and now I'm in debt and I don't, I was just so like puppy lovesick that I thought you'd hate me if I didn't give it to you. And and it's like, if they, if they leave you because they didn't give you money or if they stop being friends with you, that's, that just shows their character um right it's not your it's not your duty to do that you're not their mom or dad so it is not Mm -hmm. your responsibility to give them that money yeah even if you can't give someone all the money maybe you can give someone a portion of the money they need without depriving yourself right or so i think that's important to keep in mind and just like first i think just understand the person's character and then know where you would be if they never lent that money back and then kind of go from there yeah and the last thing I would like to like say a little um about that is kind Mm. of like make your boundaries clear with that like I know so many people that have agreed to send money and it was just unclear on both sides and then they get into arguments and they end up hating each other it is so important that before you lend the money you tell them this is money that I worked hard to get. Um, I want it back by this time. If you're unable to mm-hmm. do that, then, you know, I would like to a notice by this time. Like, you have to, like, e- e- maybe even write it down. I mean, you can go, if yeah. it's large amounts of money, then you can go as far as to, like, make a contract. But really yeah. make sure, like, your boundaries are clear and you know yeah. what both of you are agreeing to. Exactly. That's a really good point. So, yeah. So all with all of that in consideration, I think we're ready to move on to the second half. So All right. In the second half we'll talk more about like um accepting money from others mm-hmm. and like doing jobs and like favors and all of that stuff. <laughs> all right. So see you after the break. Goodbye. Bye. back from the break welcome so we are pumped up to talk more about financial pickles and dilemmas so pickles pickles. i like that word financial pickles pickles Pickles, the way i said it though (laughs) okay ready um so the first one i wanted to talk about is like someone trying to pay you for something that you didn't really necessarily think you were gonna get paid for and that sounds complicated but that's it's actually not like say you're just raking your friend's lawn right raking your friends or mowing your friend's lawn okay and they try to give you ten dollars and you're like oh uh, but you never you were just doing it as a kind gesture right yeah um i think first of all consider like how much effort did i put into this and how much did it take from me and if it took a lot of effort from you and someone is trying to pay you i think it's okay to accept that money because you took that time and that effort right but if it's yeah. something that didn't take you a while that you just genuinely wanted to do just to do it then it's okay to be like no i was just doing this to be nice you know you don't have to give me money right yeah and i feel like a lot of times people who are just nice in general even if they're in like a batter 
financial situation, they feel obligated mm-hmm. to pay you. And you should just be observant of, like, their financial situation as well. Right. I mean, if you're doing it as a favor, you can assume that you don't need the money. But if you think about them and they're saying, oh, take, like, 50 bucks. It's fine. Like, I, I you did it for me. I shouldn't be like this. Just be like, no, it's okay. No, like, I will feel bad. And, right. and don't straight up say, like, no, you're poor. Like, I don't want to accept that from a poor person because that mm-hmm. makes them feel even worse. Just mm-hmm. be diplomatic about it um say like oh no i want to i'll feel bad if i take the money because i Mm -hmm. I wanted to do it as a good deed and it was no big deal and stuff like that if you don't want to accept it right like if someone's in a very bad financial situation and you know that by giving you that money they're not it's gonna really hurt them then don't accept it but if they're in a really great financial situation they have that money to just hand away and you did put a lot of effort into the task then i think it's fine and if they do offer it multiple times even if you say no I think at that point it's just like why why not just accept it you know yeah and then along with that I think a very similar topic is like if you have a friend and then they're like oh I'll pay for your drink or like oh right. well, I'll like pay for like your shopping or your like mm-hmm. homecoming ticket or like what? right like what do you it's kind of similar to like you know like mm-hmm. donating and stuff but what what do you think you would do if someone offered to pay for like for say your homecoming ticket i think if someone offered to pay for my homecoming ticket i'd just be like oh thank you i'll pay you back later right because i think it's always important to just be like i'll pay you back later like if they are offering you the money now because say you forgot the money or something then i think the first thing you should do is definitely offer to pay it back but if they really keep insisting and it's really not a big deal to them and in their financial situation they have that room that stretch room to give you that money i think it's okay as long as it doesn't exceed like $50 or like a really large amount right yeah I definitely think that the money like has a thing like if it's a favor like gum and it's like a pack of gum for 50 cents like that is fine I don't think it's necessary to pay them back Um, but definitely if it's something where they paid you like once and they pay you again and then they pay a third time like if it's happening so much I think you should really like put a stop to it because some people just have a hard time like being like oh I can't pay for it anymore like they get embarrassed and stuff so right just, it's your responsibility to kind of make sure that they're not overbearing themselves with mm-hmm. bills and I think the amount of money also plays a play like or plays a role I mean like <laughs> the the amount of money relative to how much money they can spend with their situation, right? So, like, yeah. if it's no big deal to them, then it's okay. But I think definitely feel out the situation. And you should always, I think, offer to pay it back first and then go from there. Yeah, and also one thing I forgot to add in the first half was, like, when we were talking about, like, um, homecoming and, like, dating and stuff, I I think there's, like, a common rule that's, like, if, if you are the one who's asking out someone it's generally like accepted that you pay and mm-hmm. I think that's kind of true in a lot of senses for like the first time right. um, but the second time of course you should probably split it or you pay the second time if you're the one who got asked out but mm-hmm. I think that's important to know like if, if someone asks you to homecoming and they pay for your ticket and you're like not sure like oh I should pay you back I think it's okay especially if they really yeah. wanted to ask you they just want to do it as a gesture and I, I think mean, a lot of people find it like insulting if you try to pay them back for something they asked you to do oh yeah and I think it's like if they're the one who asked you out it's okay because they actually asked you so it's like they're basically saying like I'll pay for it too you know so yeah all right 
Let's see, what do we have next? Oh, I think the next topic we should discuss is, let's see. Oh, I have one. What? Okay, this one is like, I kind of, I feel like struggle with it. Mm -hmm. Charging someone for doing like a favor. Like if you say, oh, Oh. could you babysit my dog and you don't Mm -hmm. know how much to pay them? I feel like that's a big thing. Right. And actually, we kind of ran into this situation, like, a few days ago, because with, like, car rides and stuff. So it's, like, I think, number one, the internet can really help, like, looking it up and seeing what other people say. But also, if it's something, you can just always, a good rule is, like, take minimum wage and divide it by however many, however amount of time you're doing something for. So if it's, like, you're babysitting for two hours, minimum wage is, like... 14 right i think i mean well there's also two different types of minimum wage there's like student minimum wage um, right which is different than like um regular minimum wage because students get paid less because you know it's kind of weird but for example like let's say student minimum wage is around like 11 dollars right 10 10 or 11 i think that's like the average across the states Uh but um Student minimum wage is 10. Let's say they're working for two hours. I think it's acceptable to pay them around 20 to $25 because, of course, mm-hmm. um, tw- like $5 maybe is like a tip per se um, or just mm-hmm. to be nice because students need money too. <laughs> yeah, they do. And I think they're, yeah. So I think it just like feel out the situation, look it up, you know, see what other people have to say and figure out a price that you both can agree on. Or, like, a payment yeah. that you both can agree on, right? And then make it clear that, like, you're willing to be flexible. Just say, like, is this a good starting price? And they, if they say, oh, I mean, I'm working for two hours. I don't know if that's, like, fair. And then you say, oh, that's completely fine. I'll just, um, mm-hmm. how about this? And then they're like. Yeah, oh, but I'm also if they're like, you need to pay me $500 for, like, two minutes, then be like, no, nah, that's too much, you know? Yeah. like. You got to make sure it's reasonable, I think. That's the biggest thing. Like, make sure it's reasonable for... Yeah, and also, like, make like make sure you have an explanation for why you're charging them that much. Like, mm-hmm. if you're saying, oh, I'll pay you $2 an hour, and they're like, what? That's not a lot. And you can explain it to them. Be like, oh, yeah, you're just taking out my cat. And Yeah, you're just, like, sitting here, and you're allowed to, like, eat my food. So, like, I'm paying you $2, you know? Yeah. Like, if it's an easier job, especially, like, if it's... Like, maybe, like, just, I don't know, like, babysitting's more hardcore, I feel like, so that should be paid mm-hmm. more. But right. if it's something easy where it's something you do every day or, like, you don't really have to think too much about it, like, maybe, like, walking a dog once, like, of course it's going to be cost less, I think. Right, exactly. Yeah, so I think um another situation is, like, is if someone like, offers to pay for you, or if someone, like, gives you a really, like, extravagant gift. Yeah. For example, like, if a family member offers you money, like, what should you do? Or if, say, your friend buys you, like, this $500 gift, like, what do you do, you know? Yeah. So, again, which is, I know I've said this a lot, but I think it's important, is understanding their financial situation. Like, if you're in trouble and they're just trying to help you and they have that money to give you to you, then I think it's okay to accept. And maybe you can say, hey, I can pay you back over the course of, like, five years. You don't have to give them the money, like, once, like, 
all at a time, right? Like student loans, you pay off over the course of many years, which I think is easier for you because then as you make money, you get more so you can pay it off in increments, right? Yeah. Um, and then like, say your friend buys you a large like gift, like this $500 <laughs> hairbrush. I don't know. <laughs> hope not but like if ahana did that i would just be like what are you doing and i would just tell her to give it back honestly because i don't think you should for like birthday gifts i feel like you shouldn't spend i don't know what do you think actually because that one's kind of hard okay here's the thing i feel like for me it depends on age so Mm -hmm. and how how long the relationship lasts so it if you have, like, an acquaintance that you know for, like, a year, honestly, I feel, and you're, like, um, a teen, I feel like a good gift could literally just be, like, a king-size candy bar and a card. Not gonna lie. Yeah, definitely. But if it's someone that you've known for multiple years, they're your best friend, like, I mm-hmm. budget of, like, and, and you making your own money because you don't want to, like, burden your parents with paying mm-hmm. for, like, your friends. Yeah. Um, then maybe, like, $50, I'd say. Yeah, Um, but I think, like, for teens, like, I would say, like, 25 around there or less. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I feel like if you're in high school and you're making your own money and it's someone that you've known for a very long time and you want to do it and you feel like they're not pressuring you, like, if you're a senior or something, then it's okay to spend, like, a little bit more on, like, a nicer gift. Mm -hmm. But if you're, like, below, like, 16 or something or like mm-hmm. even even above 16 i think 20 dollars is like a good amount exactly exactly and if it's someone that you just feel like you're not that close with them then you can just make them a card like i think handmade gifts can be sentimental and they also don't cost money because you're putting effort into it so it's still like a gift but you don't yeah. have to pay money right and also like candy bars i feel like are a great gift for like people that you don't know I, very well yeah it's literally like a king, you can get a king size for a dollar at the dollar store. Or and like that's gift a cards, gift. like you can give a gift card to anyone. Like if you yeah. don't know what they want, then just give them a gift card or a candy bar. You know? Yeah, but honestly, I feel like it. For most gift cards, I feel like the good range is like fifteen to twenty dollars. If you put mm-hmm. less on that, I feel like people get mad. So I honestly, what I would just do is just buy like something like candy, literally just yeah, you can't yeah. Go wrong with candy, and it's very cheap too, and it's still it's still a good gift. Or literally just make a homemade card, you know, yeah. like. Another thing I think that goes along with that is like teacher gifts or like professor gifts or whatever. Right, that's interesting. Cause like I usually give my teachers gifts at Christmas. Actually, only in elementary school, I think, was when yeah. I give my teachers gifts. Cause when you get into middle school and high school, you have like, I have like eight teachers in high school, and I had like more than that in middle school, right? So it's like, yeah. I think if you want to give them a nice gesture for like Christmas or end of the year, I think a card is a good one. Teachers love homemade cards, or like maybe just a like a chocolate thing or like a bag of chocolate i don't know no and definitely i think like it's important to give teachers gifts because they are like working for you and they're very underpaid right um but it's also like if you can't afford that then teachers just appreciate like 
I feel like teachers more than kids appreciate homemade things like cards. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. they definitely just showing them that you appreciate them and that you are willing to like help in class and like help them mm-hmm. finish homework. Is and like- you can honestly just email them at the end of the year and be like, thank you so much for all your hard work. I learned so much. I love this class. Like you're an amazing teacher. You really inspired me. Like, and I think if you hate the teacher. Don't feel obligated. To- yeah. Like if they're a terrible teacher, you know, but yeah. I think definitely homemade things are just, you don't have to pay, right? Because it's so many teachers that it's, like, sometimes it's not even reasonable to pay, like, for yeah. a bag of Lindor chocolate for, like, 20 teachers, you know? Yeah. So, I think we pretty much covered everything. Am I missing anything? Um, I felt like there was one more, but now I can't think. Okay, I think the oh. last one... What? I have one, but we kind of talked about it. I'm just going to talk about it briefly. Mm -hmm. So, like, let's say you, like, forgot your money at home. Right. And you're going out somewhere, and you you were, like, it's kind of expensive, Uh but you really want something. And you're, like, oh, I forgot my money at home. And Mm -hmm. someone asks you, like, can you pay for this? Because I forgot my money at home, and I really, really want this, but I'll pay you back. Again, it's the same thing. Just make sure that they're trustworthy. Make sure that if they don't give it back to you, you'll still be okay. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So in conclusion, what I kind of want to say is like, one of the most important things to come out of this is like, help those in need and help those around you when you can. But, but not everything is about money, right? Like there are many other ways, like homemade cards, volunteering to like be active, involved in your community and to show like, there are so many other nice gestures that don't have to involve money. Right. Yeah, definitely. All right. So do you have any last remarks to add before we end? Yep. Last remarks is just be aware. Make sure you know your boundaries. Um, writing it down is helpful. Writing down mm-hmm. like what I think like sectioning off, like Selena's talking about the 50, 30, 20 rule is great, but you could also section mm-hmm. off like actually something I heard was like a great tip that if you're like making mm-hmm. income, what you can do is like whatever I know most incomes are like um, electronically transferred but however much like hand money you want to spend like spending on like gifts and stuff put mm-hmm. that as cash because if you spend it on like a credit card you're more likely to overspend than if you have it as right. cash because you're more aware like you're seeing the numbers and you see how much right. you have left. it actually that's, that's a good point because like in my finance class I learned like a good way to have a budget is to actually not use a credit card it's to put a certain amount of cash in an envelope and only use that much for that month yeah because when you have the cash, you won't overspend, whereas a credit card, you can easily overspend. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's a great tip that I think my parents taught me that. But anyway. Uh, yeah. So thank you for listening. I hope you liked our first finance episode. We'll be yes. More of if these. you want more finance, tell us. If you want any recommendations for episodes, tell us. Mm-hmm. All of our sources will be linked in the bio. All of our socials will be linked in the mm-hmm. bio follow us and let us know anything you want to let us yes, know. and also check out our website so yes. thank you so much for your support our website right. is we are dash youth.org mm-hmm. again we are dash youth.org yes so check that out or slash um, or hyphen it's like the sideways no i think it's like it's not an underscore it's like an underscore in the middle of like it's not on the bottom it's in the I middle i call it a dash but it's not a dash or oh maybe the, it's a dash. i call it a dash too so i don't know it's well, like a horizontal little line yeah. yeah that's in the middle of like a of the whatever i don't know what i'm saying we are dash youth.org we are dash youth all right so thank you and bye, bye.